0: Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors all online and getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Nurex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier nurex means fewer doctors visits skipping pharmacy lines and automatic refills that you don't have to think about plus it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could be free with insurance go to nurx.com grown for a twenty dollar credit chance for me to escape from all I've known holding back the tears cause nothing here has grown I've wasted all my tears (laughs) wasted all those years and nothing had the chance to be good same. And nothing ever could,
1: yeah. <laughs> you look so peaceful right now. <laughs> i I'm, just... <laughs> keep... I'm just high. <laughs> it's like, I was I'm just going to just let you keep holding on because I <laughs>
0: I'll just... <laughs> keep holding on. Hold <laughs> it, hold it, hold
1: hold <laughs> I'm done like, Yo, I'm just not even gonna stop her Because it looks like you need this this, ther- this therapy This musical because therapy right now. right now you see me just right now You see me right now we be gone and downtrodden Praise the lord niggas Praise the Lord. All right, we are we are here and we are we are just we're going to do our best to get through this show unscathed on tonight. Um Ooh. my sister's going through. She's moving tomorrow. So y'all I want y'all to just know the level <laughs> of love that we have for you. That even on the night before Jade is moving, and we discussed several times how moving is awful and terrible and nobody should have to do it. But even on the night, the eve of her move, when she is sitting amongst all of her belongings <laughs> at one time. <laughs> I mean, all of my things are around. We are recording this show. So we're. I just want y'all to just speak Jade's name, send her strength and peace and and and. Just give her whatever she needs, God, so that she might be able to get through the next couple of days because moving is treacherous. Oh, my gosh. It is the the
0: devil in the ghetto oh, all man. rolled up in it one. It is
1: Republican in every sense of the word.
0: Every single sense. How are you, sis? You know,
1: I'm doing okay. You know, I just we're going to get to this at the kitchen table. Today, I was in a very like I felt like I was on. A unplugged treadmill at work I felt like it was not plugged into the wall I felt like I was just Mm -hmm. I was present I was in Place and and like Ready for momentum to kick in And kind of propel me forward but I was Just kind of stuck and it was like Well Lord what am I supposed to do with this Um because I'm here And I'm like supposed to be working But I did the work is just I felt like There was a leak uh, there was like a slow drip It was a slow drip from The faucet I was like well where is the productivity. <laughs> Where is it, God? But, you know, maybe there that they, mama said there would be days like this. That she should mama said, mama said. That's it. But I mean, I otherwise, I mean, I can't complain. I uh it's another day and I'm on top of the ground. So we're grateful.
0: Well, as XD says, Mercury is in micro braid right now.
1: He braiding me.
0: Mercury's in Booty fade. Hair and hair so hair Maybe Hey bread. Hey to do <laughs> You want your hair, <laughs> hair I miss the city so much. Hey <laughs> Don't snatch my edges. Like, Protect my edges. Okay, I no don't problem. even have no ha- problem. They
1: ask me and I'm like, ma'am, I you cannot grip this. This I don't have enough hair.
0: But they ask you, but they still do what they want, and yet Mm -hmm. and still your eyelashes be all the way at the back of your head. So Jesus,
1: here we are, fortify our edges. But yes, welcome back to Getting Grown, where we talk about random things like our our, the vicissitudes of life and we're all things adulting—good, bad, ugly. Y'all know this. Y'all know the story. Um, The edges of being an adult. The edges. (laughs) The strained edges. (laughs) Sparse edges of being an adult. Okay, we all Vivica Fox out here. Woo, honey Naomi Campbell to the bull, Okay, cheese <laughs> <laughs> and rice. All right, let's get into the show, man. Let's get into. I feel it. We like have trash. I was gonna ask you, I was like, do we have trash on today? I'm sure that we have. Tra- we have trash on today. I did my due diligence. All right, let's get it. Up.
0: All
1: right.
0: I guess my favorite thing to do right now is take out the trash. It's what I've been doing all day, and that's what right. we're gonna do right now. Right? Because when you move moving, everything is garbage. Throw it everything. away. Everything. Like just throw it <laughs> out. I something. don't know. I, I don't want f- it. I bought a fifty-pack box of contractor bags from Home Depot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would like toss that shit in there throwing and throw it in the front already. of the house. I have literally been throwing it all of our <laughs> lives away. Everybody's gonna be real disappointed when we get to the new spot, but <laughs> we also have real funk today, starting with something that's super rank. Okay, Mariah Lynn claims that she was once upon a time pregnant for Rich Dollars, <laughs> and that they were in an on and off again eight-year relationship. What? Yeah. So I saw a clip on the shared room. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and they they spoke about she she was going off at a reunion and she went backstage and she confronted Rich Dollars and she happened to call him my nigga I don't know how I feel about what that. yes I saw they bleeped it out but I know that's what she said I know I him, my nigga when I hear it I don't
1: want to and I don't want to hear else. these
0: claims they claim this girl is Puerto Rican I D K because Still, I think that she the answer is, white. is no we saw Mariah
1: Lynn's mom a couple. Seasons ago, right? Ain't no. And she looked like Honey Boo Boo. Listen, in, in the future, ain't so. no like as my. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this because it's probably problematic. I was gonna say as one of my uh, problematic relatives would say, "Ain't no <laughs> Peter <Puerto Rican> nowhere. <laughs> ain't no Peter nowhere around Mariah Lynn, Okay, thank you so much. I don't think so I doubt I don't it very so. seriously, and I don't mean to offend any of my Latina sisterin out here. Please forgive me. I didn't say it was me. It was one of my problematic relatives who shall remain nameless.
0: I'm not gonna tell you all the things that my grandfather used to say.
1: I mean but I have to I have to I have to correct him on a regular basis. Now it wasn't him um, that said it, but it was it was another relative, um, uh, extended yes. family. But yes. Some you know you have to future, older generations. They came up during a time where we were just less than <laughs> less than aware. PC, you know what I'm saying. We were less than aware of of, of you know the things that we were saying. So was, we have to kind of lift as we climb. But please, Marielin in the trash. I'm sorry. Some of the shit was funny though.
0: But so Lynn, <laughs> But we also her very white mother. Very uh, white, white. like June. White bread. White bread. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonder uh, Bread And so <laughs> I did hear My nigga bleeped out You all no can go way. hear it For yourself
1: But Now we gotta cancel old, her But I mean She we, gotta be somebody For her to be cancel But I'm yeah. like
0: I think I canceled her The minute I found out What she was <laughs> And who she was Or who she was Should I say What she was <laughs> but, then, huh? but yes She apparently Was pregnant for rich dollars At one point or another Had an on and again Off again Eight year relationship Gross Um so Stacey Abrams may be running for POTUS, oh. 2020. She is hinting towards and says she don't know how, but life comes at you fast, pretty much. And you know it may be a go for Stacey Abrams POTUS twenty twenty.
1: Interesting, interesting, so, very interesting. <laughs> I'm you know, go- maybe maybe
0: this is the deliverance that
1: wowzers. <laughs> that Stacey we been... and, and Kamala At the same time That's gonna yeah. be whew, All things black women That would be all things black women It's gonna or be Stacey. an interesting Next couple of years As we get ready For 2020's presidential election It's like I feel like this is just The beginning Ooh, Of just all Just move this motherfucker out Like it's going to Ooh it's getting ready To get real good Y'all Get go Get your snacks And just tune in Because it's gonna be Lots to see Oh, but white men.
0: Anyway, um, <laughs> Wendy Williams has. But she apparently she came back to her show.
1: I saw that, and I saw that, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> she came back, and, and that she came back and sat in that seat. Yes, she did.
0: Still looking like the letter P, and she has created a substance abuse hotline. A what now? So she's been very vocal about her. You know. 10 year um, struggle with crack and cocaine Ooh. and so she has created a substance abuse hotline for those battling with uh, issues with narcotics. This is random. It is, but you know or maybe Does this not, have anything to get
1: before? I mean, but like out of nowhere she just starts a I substance know, abuse hotline after that was like my thing, a, a long two month hiatus, hiatus like, <laughs> right Something in the milk ain't clean, right? I thought it was because allegedly her husband, uh, you know, right? Uh, Big Kev been out here, out here. Allegedly, you know,
0: it, I, I heard a, a manner of things, and, and so I don't really know. Well, when she came she back, she said that
1: she was gone because she was ill, because you know she has a thyroid disease. Right. And I mean and she hasn't looked well. Right. But I you know, part of that I thought it was because now I don't know. She she recently not recently, like well, from the last couple of years, she's like changed her lifestyle. She doesn't eat meat anymore. She works out all the time. And what concerns me is that typically when people typically when people mm-hmm. change their lifestyle in that way and start eating cleaner and better, they start to look better. Wendy, on the other hand, to me started to look worse. Yes, um, literally, like, and I, I don't know what it was, but to me, she didn't look well. So, I mean, I want to believe that she would tell us the truth and that she was actually taking that time to take care of herself physically, um, especially after she fell out on Halloween and all of that. But uh, I don't know; it just seemed real convenient that that all. Of these rumors about her husband's alleged infidelity, that she would just, you know, be down and out for the count.
0: Ooh, that nigga has been putting her through it for a really long time.
1: And she has been allowing him to, but carry on.
0: I, that <laughs> it, 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 And that is the black ass <laughs> bottom line. Well, just we, like you said, you we can carry right on mm-hmm. on. Uh, Kimbella is pregnant. How? Is he into, what? Conjugal? i guess she's pregnant <laughs> maybe or like but right before he went in but she, but your girl is pregnant six what is months this num- oh wow she's she, pregnant pregnant yeah she's six months so i guess that is not that was before he went in okay and um, so
1: she was pregnant when they got married apparently i guess yeah and this is yeah this is baby number three four Four. Four for
0: her, three for them, two for them, three for them. Well, congratulations, Chad. <laughs> congratulations, mm-hmm. Santanas. Yes, uh, Santana. <laughs> um, white privilege went real wrong Mm-mm. when a white woman in it Arizona right. jumped. It ain't never it ain't right. Ne- it, it ain't never <laughs> right. But this is where it really, really was able to show its ass. Okay. A white woman in Arizona jumped a barrier at the zoo. Oh. And was clawed trying to get a selfie with a jaguar. Let me tell you (laughs) what. So so the zoo did uh, comment and say, we can assure you all that nothing will happen to the jaguar. The jaguar will not be euthanized. (laughs) This is
1: exactly what I wanted to hear.
0: The animals are put behind barriers and that barrier was disrespected. And so therefore nothing will happen to the animal because the animal did nothing wrong.
1: That's just how audacious caucasity can be. When you feel like a wild animal, (laughs) when you feel like you can actually just. What? Like, I bet you the lion was like, oh, she thinks it was a jaguar. A jaguar. The, the jaguar was probably like, oh, oh, oh.
0: <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, she got in there trying to take a selfie with the jaguar. Jaguar ripped its claws right into her arm. And then, uh, like, I guess somebody tried to distract the jaguar through a bottle of water. Was she high? It, I don't understand. How do you? She was white. Holy God. Really? Like, like super internally white, like, you know, there's white people that we know and they are allies and we love them and they understand, you know, that stupid things are stupid <laughs> things. And then there are like the caucasities who do things that think that white is going to carry them right over into the promised land and they won't, you know, get attacked by wild animals that are in the zoo behind barriers.
1: <laughs> that jaguar was like, you going to learn today, man.
0: You are going to learn today. and ripped her arm right open
1: because I saw it right to the white meat. I just wish like this is you know the you know it's Sarom. I'm gonna ask Sarome to do a video man <laughs> Serome does a video of like the, the voiceovers for the animals. I really ho Serome,
0: please <laughs> like, there's actually a guy who I've been watching and i and I love Serome. Named Tony Baker
1: Oh yes Oh maybe Maybe it was Tony Baker And Sarome posted it Or I feel like Sarome Did one too But either way Either one of them Make them things Be so funny They be so funny When when the people Was on safari And and they They drove up Into like the lion's den And the lion (laughs) Got in the In the jeep And was like Oh how y'all doing On like (laughs) Good afternoon (laughs) so good to see you <laughs> oh my god you? that I'm is to fascinating to me i would pay money to see that security footage <laughs> sis I oh pay. i saw it
0: i will send you the link oh my god i will send you the link because this idiot bitch that is climbed the barrier so she could get the selfie and got her ass
1: handed to her and her arm I, I just wow 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 she probably yeah mm. Mm, this is so. Mm-hmm. This is rich.
0: <laughs> this is rich. It's real rich. I'm surprised. So I'm.
1: The, so I'm just. The, the the jaguar didn't kill her, did he? No. Uh-uh. Okay. No. She just got. She just got
0: a big old gash in her arm and got had to get stitches. And a lesson. She got a lesson is what she got.
1: I just. Wow. I now just, why uh,
0: it took all of that for you to learn not to cross barriers at the crazy. zoo? I don't know.
1: <laughs> but I just feel like what would make her feel like She would be like yo Like what I don't and this is this is you know I don't really do the pets right But this was always this has been my argument for years About um, Dogs Or like mm. Or just like any animal really because what would Happen people would learn that I'm afraid of dogs or I don't really rock with dogs like that you And don't then, like animals I don't and then they would be like they would be like, um Oh, you the pet the pet owner says, Oh, you don't like dogs? I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Oh, well, you would love my dog. I'm like, ma'am, is your dog a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I don't understand how your dog is an exception. If I say I do not like the dogs, I'm gonna tell y'all to the degree it's not to the
0: levels of which Kia hates animals. I don't really I just I just don't no. really rock with people They too need tough. some The level, no, but the levels to which Kia hates animals. Our good sis got an Airbnb and there was a cat. There was. In the Airbnb. Yes,
1: there was. And
0: Kia went to the Airbnb after a very long, 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 long day. day. Yes, I did. And called us and was like there's a cat in the Airbnb and, and our sis Nikki was like you know the cat is it won't bother you and I was like the cat won't bother you and Kia
1: was like no, no. I do not cat <laughs> I don't <laughs> and so she was like I just felt like and I really thought about it really hard because I was like I will not be able to rest <laughs> in this house Kia got in her car I sure did at 3am yes I did and drove from Brooklyn to DC to, So to yes D. C. I did <laughs> Absolutely And it got cussed out Everybody cussed me out Did Crystal dead. Cortez uh, My friend me. Melo Everyone was like what? what is wrong with you Don't you ever do that again What is But the only person This is why she's gonna Ever forever Ever be my person The only person That was like I understand I would've done the same thing Latoya She was like Oh girl I get it Absolutely She was like Oh no Mm -mm." Because she was like No 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 You did the right thing girl Because your nerves Would have been bad And I said You know me so well
0: no, I listen. I know, but I was just like, "Kid, come on, you don't have to go all the way back to DC." But though. I'm like,
1: "Where are I supposed to go?" It was like, You're sitting, a matter of- I think if if I if I would have known, so the thing is, what threw me about that? We are on a tangent. I'm sorry. What no, threw we'll me was that I did not know that the cat was in there. So I right. go into the Airbnb. And I'm just living my life like it's golden. And I turn yeah. around and the cat is just like, what up? And I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's oh. True. So I had like a little bit of anxiety it was hard, and I couldn't settle myself down after that. Right. Because I was just like, oh. <laughs> She tried. Oh, she did. Try. I really did. I really did. Like I want y'all to know like, that I, I did. And I mean it's it's I think my fear of animals is, you know, it's not just, you know, arbitrary. When I was younger, I had a severe allergic reaction to a pet. And my mother told me, I was literally like a baby baby. I was like 2, but my mom said before then I was not opposed to animals, but I got so sick after that one interaction with the it was my aunt B's dog Coco. And she said She said I was Me and Coco was chilling I was playing with Coco We had a But I had got I I think I had, I had the, My reaction to The pet dander I don't know But I was so sick That I just My mom said I never ever It was like I didn't trust animals Ever again After that Damn so Coco fucked you up Coco Listen she did it Like she really did it on him The only dog I was able to Learn to 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 uh, To Live with Was Champ Mm. Shout out to Champ My roommate Linnell had a dog Named Champ And let me tell you how It was The Lord really worked on me (laughs) Because Me and Champ got to a place You know what I'm saying But it took a long time (laughs) and champ was a very bright dog you know what I'm saying so he knew that I didn't fool with him he didn't fool with me so we was good you know what I'm saying he would come to my he knew he wasn't allowed in my room he would come to the door and like you know how you doing and keep on walking about his business (laughs) and we was good we was good but it be them other stranger dogs that like to hop upon you and carry on. And people be like, "Oh, he's nice." I'm like, "Is your no. dog a dog? No, no. Your dog is a dog. I don't fool with dogs. Unfortunately, that means your dog is not an exception. I'm sorry."
0: No, don't don't have your dog jumping up on me. That's where we fight. Um. But so yeah. I didn't really want to talk about this, but we're gonna, we, you know, we got to quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jackson. <sighs> so the documentary came out. I did not watch it. Full disclaimer. Me neither. Um, and I can't say that I'm going to. Me neither. Um, <laughs> I've heard disturbing things, you know, in, in passing and in conversation, you know, because this is a conversation, especially in Black
1: households. Absolutely.
0: Um, and this is also not, it's not new. It's right. Not, it's not new allegations. Um, I think the, the 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 big thing around it is that If you want to compare it to the R. Kelly situation, which a lot of people have, because this is now Mm -hmm. the age where, you know, everything is coming out. The difference is that, unfortunately, or fortunate, I don't know, Michael Jackson is dead. And gone. R. Kelly is and gone. R. Kelly is still
1: alive and praying. And... I don't know. I don't, I don't, (coughs) sorry. I don't even, I feel like it's been best for me to just kind of like be quiet until I have fully processed this whole thing for myself. (laughs) But, (coughs) excuse me. Um, R. Kelly is, like, um, I'm trying to figure out what word I want to use right now. R. Kelly is alive and still, you know, Like you said Being predatory And also like lacking any sort of Remorse or um, Regret Mm -hmm. Totally Denying any Wrongdoing Whatsoever when You know evidence suggests Otherwise and I just Feel like we don't know I don't know it's just hard to say because Michael is gone um, you know, it's for me. That's what makes it hard to compare the two. I haven't watched the documentary, so I cannot comment on it. Um, but it's just really, really. It makes it gives me all the sads. Honestly, it does. I mean, it's
0: it's really it's heartbreaking to hear those types of things. And then there's a lot of questions, and there's a lot of questions that are just never going to be answered because he's dead. Right. And um, the thing about it is, you know. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of nuances to uh, and a lot of layers to how we may feel about it. The I don't really compare it to the R. Kelly situation because with R. Kelly, aside from the fact that he is alive, aside from the fact that he still uh, exhibits extreme predatory behavior, he's, there's also hardcore evidence. There is like hardcore evidence of decades of him being a predator. all we
1: have from Michael Jackson is decades of rumors. And I mean, but these, the, these, these victims on the, I I haven't watched it, but the people in, in the documentary are Mm -hmm. claiming that they are victims. Mm -hmm. um, Much like the people in, in the docuseries, the surviving R Kelly docuseries Mm -hmm. were claiming that they were victims. We do not have like video evidence (laughs) to mm-hmm. To you know, substantiate those claims in the case of Michael Jackson, but I mean, that's I don't know. That's why I just feel like it's <sighs> it's it's hard.
0: <laughs> it's really hard, and there's even more layers to it, which I'm not even going to get into right now. As nice. to, and it's not a you know, and it's never a man. It's never um, you never want a victim blame or victim shame. Should I say you don't want a victim shame? Um, but with this particular situation it it's there there are just a lot of different conversations that we could have surrounding it but regardless <clears throat> the documentary did come out um uh, the 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 allegations were absolutely crazy um to hear and so or what i've heard in conversation cuz again i have not watched it uh but <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what I want to say about it because there's a lot of conversation that's not going to be had right now with this show.
1: Um I just can't handle it right now. I just need more time. Yeah. <laughs> and I it's, actually it's need to bring myself to watch this this documentary. I don't know if yeah. I I don't know, but we we just just give us some time to think about it, guys.
0: Yeah, let's let's think on it a little <laughs> bit more, but it's that it's definitely out there. Um and we're interested to hear actually some of you all's thoughts. Yeah, on, weigh in. Weigh in and let us know what you think with tweet, um, email, Instagram. Let us know what you think about it. And we'll talk a little bit more about it next week. Um, and that's it for the trash, actually. All right. That's enough, chair. It is. Let's get on to
1: a shout out. Okay.
0: My is popping right now. Lady.
1: Time to shout out the cistern yes and the brethren black women and black men doing amazing things across the globe um doing teams. yes indeed this time we're gonna be shouting out our good friend shakisha again keisha um I was on the show a few weeks back to discuss Eloquent Rage by Brittany Cooper. And when she was on the show, uh, we shouted out the Millennial Wealth Building Workshop that was held in D.C. this past weekend on March the 9th. It was held in the DMV. It was actually at the um, Prince George's County African American Culture Center Museum. It was pretty dope. But uh, we had an awesome conversation about estate planning and financial uh, financial planning and just how to kind of set ourselves up to break curses of generational poverty and um, lack Um, and just kind of educate us and and have healthier mindsets around finances and money and wealth and things that we can be doing in our youth that will set us up for uh, successful futures. And she shared When we on that last show Keisha we talked a lot about the importance of estate planning and the role that it plays in generating wealth in African American in um, other marginalized communities. Um, and the good news is this week we're going to be shouting out the Millennial Wealth Building Workshop that's going to be held in Atlanta. That's right. The Griffin Firm, the same firm that held uh, the workshop here in the DMV, is planning to take their show on the road, and they're going to be having a workshop next week on March 23rd from 12 to 3 p.m., um, They will have the millennial wealth building workshop and there you can learn why and how you can use estate planning, financial planning and strategic giving and real estate investing to change your family and legacy for generations to come at the workshop. You'll have the opportunity to learn from and talk with millennial professionals who are experts in those fields. Um, it will be, um, the event will feature, um, Will Will Rosser, it will be moderated by Professor Will Rosser, um, Prudential Financial Advisor and Adjunct Professor at Spelman and Morehouse. And featured speakers will be Keisha um, of the Griffin firm, Megan Harris, who's a financial planner with the Piedmont Group in Atlanta, and Raquel, um, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, I hope I don't, Raquel Obumba. Mm-hmm. I think it's Raquel Obamba, managing broker for Millennial Properties Realty. So it's going to be held um, at AEI, AEI Startup Factory, 7310 Stonecrest Concourse in Stonecrest, Georgia. You can RSVTP and get your tickets at TGF Millennial Wealth, That's TGF Millennial Wealth, ATL.EventBright.com. So y'all check that out. Yay. Yes. The workshop this week, this past weekend that was in the DMV was sold out. There was a waiting list. Um, And it was really just an awesome conversation. I was, I was privileged to, to be able to moderate people, you know, us as 20 somethings and 30 somethings coming out of grad school or, you know, coming out of, you know, dealing with uh, challenges with credit and debt from, our former years and really trying to turn our financial lives around and set ourselves up for the future and getting great advice on things that steps that we should be taking now as we are adulting um, that will really make sure that we are setting the stage for generating wealth in our families um, presently and into the future. So it was an awesome conversation. If you're in the Atlanta area, be sure to go if um you will not be sorry you'll learn a lot um you'll get your life be sure to tell keisha that getting grown sent you this episode of getting grown is also brought to you by shaper take networking from awkward to awesome with shaper the number one professional networking platform that uses your experience interests and goals to help you make the right connections whether you're looking for investors or co-founders a new job opportunity or just inspiring conversations shaper can connect you to professionals who truly want to share tips and help each day it suggests 15 people with similar goals and interests for you to meet then all you have to do is take a few minutes to swipe through your daily profiles and set up coffees with people who stand out if you're a professional the shaper app should be installed on your phone Period. So download the app today or check out Shaper online at shaper.co. That's Shaper, S-H-A-P-R dot C-O. To learn more about Shaper, download the app and improve the way you network.
0: Support for today's show also comes from Naturalicious. Founded by Gwen Jameer, the first and only African-American woman to hold a patent on a natural hair care product. this is Right? Naturalicious is the world's first vegan high-performance hair care line. It delivers the results of 12 products in just three, thus reducing time spent on hair care so you spend more time doing other things, whether you're a busy professional or a mom battling a crazy schedule. In fact, it's proven to reduce wash day by 80%. Y'all know wash day is a task. Listen. Okay. So eighty percent. All while improving overall moisture retention and health of your curly or coily hair. An added bonus. It's sulfate, paraben, mineral oil, petroleum, gluten and cruelty free. All the bad stuff is gone. So I'm still super excited. I'm waiting for my Naturalicious to come in the mail and I cannot wait to try it. Me too. Um, All of these wonderful things that they keep speaking about. I'm just waiting anxiously for. The United States Postal Service is playing a few games, but I cannot wait to try (laughs) my Naturalicious. (laughs) So, try Naturalicious today, available at 1,200 Sally stores nationwide and sold via SaveTimeOnWashDay.com.
1: Yes, indeed. (laughs) All right, friends, gather around the kitchen table. It's time for us to handle some adult business. Uh, Today... I thought we could talk about how adulting is a scam. And sometimes some days are just hard days. <laughs> um, I was talking to Keisha, actually. And as I was alluding to in the beginning of the episode, um, about how like I felt like I just could not get off the blocks this, this today. I was at work. I was at my desk. I was on the computer. I was typing fast. I was moving and doing things. But it just seemed like I had so much to do that I could not, or so much on my mind, so much going on that I could not really find any momentum to kind of get um, get started. And I, and I was telling her about it and she was just like, some days you just survive. Um, and it's not about beating yourself up. Some <laughs> days you just survive, right? So that mm. kind of like struck a chord with me. So we continue to talk more about kind of like how sometimes when somebody says that they're a survivor, it's like we tend to think about survival in terms of things that we've already worked through, like things that we've already survived, so to speak. But survival is very much a verb, right? It's very much yeah. a, an action, an active stance. It's a posture. And it's something that you have to pursue with intention. Um, Because, if not, you can do or kind of get stuck in a place where I found myself today where it was just kind of like I wasn't getting anything done. And what was holding me back um, more than anything was the fact that I was beating myself up for not getting anything done. Um, so I wanted to just have a conversation about that um, framed from the perspective of like, yo, if survival is something that we have to do and pursue. Um, intentionally
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe it might be useful for us to talk about ways that we pursue or ways that we survive like how do we how do we just get by like how do we not get caught up in the stuck what are some of the things that we do to kind of get through So do you have any things I think that this would be, I thought it would be apropos given your current situation. um, (laughs) What are some of the the things, how are you surviving? How are you surviving your move? What are the things that you're doing to keep yourself moving forward when you want to stand in the middle of your apartment and cry?
0: (laughs) Wow. Are you inside of my brain right now? I
1: might be. I just might be.
0: (laughs) Um, The things I do to survive. And I think we've kind of touched on some of these things in other ways before. But first of all, with me today, I will be very transparent. Today was a complete survival day. Like we talked before about things that we do to motivate ourselves. And again, a lot of those things are the same for me. But things we did to motivate ourselves. And I know I talked about how sometimes when there's things that need to be done, and I get them done, it's like a motivation. Like it's a, you know, it's a pat on the back, like, all right. And that's motivation. I want to keep doing more. Today was more of a day of survival where it's like, this has to be done and there's nothing else to it. Like there, yeah. there's nobody else to do it. And I had Noah home today. She stayed home from school. Um, so that was like, Another struggle within the struggle of trying to continue to pack, having a five-year-old bouncing all up and down on everything, mm-hmm. and so my survival methods include cannabinoid. <laughs> As, this is this is always this is always going to come full circle, guys. Like <laughs> that is one with it. In all honesty, that's one way that I like kind of <laughs> mellow myself out for a second. If I get to a point of like being completely <laughs> overwhelmed. And I don't know what else to do. Oh, you know, I will stop and take myself a quick like little 15 minute break, you know, give myself a little pep talk when I'm done. And then I come back and I'm like, all right, it's time to do some more, whether that be a day of motivation or a day of just strict survival. It just helps to push me along. Fair. And that's all. That's real uh, honesty, (laughs) real honesty that's the rot
1: gut truth oh my god <laughs> the rot gut dirty the rot gut filthy, filthy truth, truth.
0: <laughs> what about you sis what's one way that you survive
1: um i think i have to give myself space to feel i think i have to have a plan right mm-hmm. so um one of the things that helps me is to help me not get stuck is to kind of give myself a a, a deadline or parameters around the feeling. So it's hard for me to just kind of like snap out of it. Like, okay, girl, you got to get over it. Um, I would, but I will tell myself, okay, all right, you got about 25 more minutes of this. (laughs) So just get it out in the next 25 minutes. And then we're going to have to do something um, and when I say plan, like I plan for my survival, like I plan for my productivity. So, um, it's, it's crazy and ridiculous as it sounds like I'll make lists of like, uh, and even if like, you know, they are little menial things, little tiny things, um, crossing off the list helps me to get through, um, that and and being okay with the fact that my list doesn't have super complex major heavy lifting things on it but just Mm -hmm. like little things so yeah like having a plan helps me a lot um having parameters around uh my pity party helps me quite a bit as well (laughs) um but yeah uh that that helps me is there another thing aside from cannabinoid that, that you have found to be useful during this time of survival?
0: Yes, actually. Um, and this is going to sound super simple and I don't know, it may sound ridiculous to some. But when I'm having a day where it's just like, please just let me get through this day. One thing that helps me to survive the day is uh, continuously envisioning the end of the day. Oh, that's not and little so anymore. I, like, when I'm having a day like that where I'm just, like, just keep putting one foot in front of the other, just get this done. And it's really hard for me and my feet feel like cement. Like, the one thing that will help me through those days is, com- is envisioning the end of that day, knowing that. And I'll set an intention for myself. Like, I'll be like, all right. So when the end of this day comes and you got through this shit, you get to go. You get to indulge in the cannabinoid. This is where they come together. You get to get something to eat. You get to take a shower and sit down and watch something you want to watch or read a book or like just sit down and look at your wall if you feel like it. And yeah. that helps me a lot of times on days where I'm really struggling, scratching and surviving. Absolutely. <laughs> that, to constantly envision the end of my day and know that, that, that there is going to be an end to this and it's not going to feel like this for the rest of the evening
1: absolutely so like envisioning rewards is uh Mm -hmm. super super helpful um whether they
0: be small rewards like like i said like cooking dinner at the end of the night and getting 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 being able to go home and watch this is us like it could be that because that's a small thing for me like on days we record of course i love recording i wouldn't do this if i didn't love it But it's still a job and I do it back to back. I do Getting Grown on Mondays and Jaden XD on Tuesdays. And on top of that, work my job and deal with all of my other things. And so on the nights where I don't have to record and I have no obligations and I've gotten through the top of that week and like gotten through some other things. Those small wins for me are are they're yeah. big. But then there's also you may have a big vacation coming up or, you know, you may be going through a really stressful time at work. It may not even be a day. It may be a time period where you're going through a stressful project or dealing with a stressful client. Envisioning a time where you know you're not going to be in that anymore is can help you actually to work your way through
1: it. Uh, agreed. Um, similarly. Um, one of the things that have motivated me uh especially in times of stuck um mm-hmm. and frustration, is gratitude mm-hmm. um sometimes when I feel overwhelmed or with like you know just kinda like negativity or complaining or just kinda you know just mired down by all of the responsibilities that I feel like I have to do carry at one time. Um, it's It's been helpful to me in the past to kind of pause and just quickly on a piece of paper, or on a post-it on the notes app in my phone, I will just start listing things that I'm grateful for. Mm. Um, really trying to change my focus from whatever is giving me the blues to something that I am grateful for. Um and that has helped me to just kind of like climb up out of that, um, and and being okay with taking the time to do that, um, because mm-hmm. that is important, and, and 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 feeling like that is not a waste of time, Uh, and that's where I that's that's my place of struggle with that because I I wish that it didn't take me I was going to say I wish that it didn't take me that I didn't have to go through all of this. But the fact of the matter is this these are the ways that we take care of ourselves um it this is the way that we have to take care of ourselves, and taking care of yourself is a part of your process like you won't be productive if you continue to sacrifice yourself your own self self care your own self um your health, your peace of mind if if you continue to put work in front of yourself um such that you can't even just have a day like you know given if if you had like I had a really heavy end of last week, I worked until eight thirty nine o'clock on Friday last week. So like, what if it's not the end of the world that my Monday didn't, you know, wasn't You know, I didn't I didn't start I didn't start off at a sprint. You know, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a consistent sprint all day long. But, you know, if I sit down and think about all the things that I got done last week, perhaps it's okay for me to just kind of take Monday to kind of get my life together. So if if all I did today was make my to do list for the week, that's enough. Because you set an intention for the week. I set an intention for a (laughs) week and it took me a while to get there. Um, I had to kind of work through some other things and kind of like decompress and think through some things and maybe it took me longer to get where I wanted to go but it's not a waste of time so Mm -hmm. gratitude gratitude and gratitude I think is the shit for me because if you really think about it gratitude for me is the key to survival Keisha said it best when she said you can't fight for what you have if you don't think that what you have is valuable if you don't Mm -hmm. say thank you for what you have if you don't if you don't Really sit in, you know, get so consumed. I'm so consumed with, you know, my next goal, chasing the next thing that I haven't even taken a minute to realize that I'm sitting in what I pray for. I'm sitting in it. I'm sitting right in it. And it may not feel exactly how I <laughs> thought it would feel, Um but you, I'm sitting in what I pray for. And I remember this when we were on the show and we were going, talking about your terrible uh, landlord and all you had to yeah. deal with. And, and we didn't know that you was going to have, you know, we didn't know how you were going to move, where you're going to. We didn't have a place for mm-hmm. you to go. And despite the fact that moving is treacherous and terrible, if you took a second and really thought about the fact that six weeks ago, you ain't know where you was going to live. Right. And now you know exactly where you're going. Um, So that can be like gratitude, just taking a minute to just kind of zoom out. Like Fran said, shout out mm-hmm. to Fran. Uh, <laughs> zoom, zoom out and think about, um, you know, where you are relative to where you wanted to be. And you can sometimes think that you're not as far as it feels. Well, it's funny you should say
0: that. Mm-hmm. It's a nice transition. First of all, let me send this to you. Okay. Um, I just sent you a picture.
1: Okay. I'm waiting for it. Why do I do that? Why do I sing? Like, <laughs> random words all day I long. Do the same thing okay, all okay. the time. Ooh. But,
0: yeah, like. I think "This is
1: wealthy." <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is like I like this.
0: Thank you. Y'all so fancy. As you're sitting there talking, <coughs> y'all got money. no man we just needed a new couch (laughs) we just really needed that is a very adult couch and it is and I was ready and I have been you know I have been in a place for a really long time now where I've been wanting to get my home together Mm -hmm. and it just never would come together and you know there were different circumstances and things that happened where we weren't able to do certain things and so when that bitch you know tried to kick us out (laughs) and we started looking for apartments and things We went and saw this spot. So, after we saw the apartment and kind of like, you know, was like bong bong, it hit, you know, most of the checkpoints. It was like, all right, let's go ahead and apply for it, right? So, mad people were applying for it. I prayed over it and I was like, if it's not for us, help us figure out something that's for us. Mm -hmm. But I really like this. So, if this is for us, help me, you know, help me out here. Yes, indeed. We ended up getting it. It was relatively quickly. Like, if you know anything about New York real estate, it is not easy to find an apartment. Not at all. It's, It's not easy to find a place to live. You have to go through, you know, different, you know, tragedies of people lying to you about what spaces look like to you know locations being off to you know it's just different things right absolutely. and it's not like you can walk into a complex and you know say hey how many units do y'all have available it's really a hunt here absolutely so
1: and you got to be ready like when it's time to go when ain't it's no time like to go, it's time to let go. me get back to you <laughs> ain't no let me pray about it ain't no let me call my bank it's like you no. got to, it's go time it's go y'all and, want this apartment you got to put your money down today you gotta right put now put your money down and it's like I, for those who live in the South or live in other places, New York real estate
0: is different. When you go and rent an apartment, it's low-key like buying a house mm-hmm. because you've got to pay first month. you got to pay security. Sometimes they want you to pay last month. Um, think about that and then think about the price of our rent here. So you've got those types of fees. Plus, they do credit checks. Then you have competition. So when we went to go see this apartment, it was a number of people who went to go see it at the same time as us. People who were looking at it at the same time had just seen it. And the realtor told us, you know, everybody who's walked out of here has been interested. Fast forward, we end up getting approved. We end up being the ones to get the apartment. And I got that beautiful couch delivered that I just sent you a picture of. I love it. So I went over there to meet the delivery guys to get the couch delivered and after they left i sat down for a second and i said another prayer and i was great said so i was thankful and grateful just just a prayer of gratitude mm-hmm. it wasn't like help me out with this or yeah. any of that it was just like thank you for giving me some kind of peace of mind this is not just about yay we found a place to live or yay this this checked off most of the 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 you know the things on my list No, this was like, I'm grateful that this checked off a lot of the things on my list. I'm grateful for a space when I walk in. It feels good. It's got the things that I need. It's got the things that I want. It feels like the hard work that I've been putting in is paying off. But also, I know this is not all on my own. And I want to say, I just want to be grateful, you know, for, for the things that are provided to me. So... I think that's super important what you said. I said all that to say that I think it's really important to, to take those moments as well, to sit down and to be grateful and to be thankful to who, what, whether you prayers to the universe or whatever, just be thankful and be grateful for what you're providing and what you're given
1: Absolutely, and what
0: you work for, for those things to manifest themselves. Cause I know you work for them as well. And for them to be manifested, you should there, there are, it is, it, it's an, it's not a lot to take a moment of gratitude just to say thank you for that
1: and to thank you for the difficulty because I feel like there's value in everything right so the challenges the 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 fatigue the stress the anxiety all of it serve a purpose in developing and cultivating aspects of who you are building character um And this is the business of adulting, right? Mm -hmm. So there are things about survival that we should celebrate, right? Um, Because the fact of the matter is there are parts of life that are going to be hard and there are things that we're going to be have to have to do in life that we just would rather not do like, and it's not something that's going to go away when we have a certain amount of money or we get to a certain age or we live a certain kind of way, but just by virtue of being human beings and being adults living in this crazy world that we live in, the fact of the matter is there's always going to be something that we have to deal with a challenge that we're going to have to face um, something that's going to be uncomfortable. Uh, But there's value in that and I'm not saying that you shouldn't want to get out of your uncomfortable space because nobody wants to be uncomfortable I'm just saying that there are days when you just have to survive it and you can celebrate surviving it because whatever it is it it didn't kill you and there are people who don't have that right whatever it is it didn't kill you (laughs) Uh, and that's just the real and that's what we talk about all the time I've heard me talk about this all the time like Bottom line is like all especially all my students, people out there who are uh you know studying for the bar or or writing a dissertation or even just try, get, trying to get through undergrad, trying to get through high school. Um, mm-hmm. And there's, especially now, you know, spring break time, you see in the end of the year and you get tired. You don't want to do none of this crap no more. I don't want to write no more papers. I don't want to study for no more tests. The bottom line is you got to sit your butt in the seat and do it and you're not going to like it. Like that's a, like nothing about you. It's, it's that's th- it. few things. You going to be able to do that's going to make it fun you can listen to music you can talk to your friends on the phone but at the end of the day you got to sit your butt down and do the work uh so take take whatever time you need to take to get your head around that <laughs> and but make a plan um to survive it and try to find a way to celebrate surviving it
0: that's all. that was actually my last thing my last thing was a lot of times i'll give myself a pep talk when like I'm literally in the middle of surviving, and be like, "Girl, you've been through worse stuff than this before." Like, exactly. <laughs> you've you you you've you've gone through way worse shit Absolutely. than this before. So you know what? Just go on and get through this. Absolutely. This is not the hardest thing that you've ever dealt with, and it's not Absolutely. the hardest thing you're ever going to deal with. Absolutely. And that's that kind of helps me to keep going as well. These are these are like the real, honest rock gut truths
1: that help rot me. Gut truth, man. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> help me to survive. Legit. That's real. <laughs> Sim, my friend, one uh, of my, my close friends, Steve, Dr. Mobley, we have a conversation because sh- just like me, um, shortly after, I believe, shortly, no, shortly before, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, shortly before Steve was set to defend uh, his dissertation, he lost his mom. Oh my
0: goodness.
1: And, you know, he was, I was trying my best to be there for him during his process. And when I lost my brother, he was definitely there for me. This is one of the things that we've talked about when it gets hard in this, you know, trying to figure out life and career and, you know, how it sometimes just sucks to be an academic because what's like the dissertation as grueling and gruesome and terrible as it is. Is literally just the beginning. Like you don't have, you don't get to stop typing. Like that. If I can just help anybody who thinks that they're just gonna be right able to write a dissertation and then life is gonna get just easy street after that, then you don't need a PhD. You looking, you chase, you're barking up the wrong tree because the dissertation is literally just the beginning. It's just the way that you're saying I know how to do this and I'm getting ready to do this for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. And me and Steve talk about all the time. That losing, like Steve losing his mom and me losing my brother, Mm -hmm. as awful as it was and how we would change it in in seconds if we absolutely could. Like you said, one of the things that gets us through is like I feel like it's giving me a boldness because even when I complain and cry and even when I'm scared to death and not sure how things are going to work out not sure what's going to happen. I don't know anything. I don't know which way is up. One thing I can say when it comes down to it, if I can put my brother in the ground, this ain't going to beat me. Like, ain't no way. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I if I saw them wheel my brother down into the ground, I saw them do that. If If I can do that, surely... Surely I can get this paper published. Surely I can get this grant money. Surely I can put on this event. Surely I can do everything that I set out to do. I can buy this house. I can live the life I want to live. Surely, surely. Because if, if, if that, if I could be broken to that extent and survive it, that's what surviving has taught me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there's a value to it. Um, so like you it said, is. there's a value to it. So we got to learn how to celebrate not just surviving, but survival. The act of survival, the action, mm-hmm. how we have to sit in it sometimes. Because the bottom line is adulting is, is a scam. It is. It's, <laughs> it's trash. hard. It's, it's hard. It's basura, basura, cha-cha-cha. listen, but. It's that bullshit. It's, it's all of that. <laughs> Literally. But. I mean, if we, if we set it, if, if we keep showing up, like if we keep showing up, you will, you will have everything that you set your intentions toward and work like hell to get. Absolutely. You will have it. There's nothing that can steal it from you. If you set your intentions for it, believe that you can have it and work like hell to get it. That's it. Amen and I share. (laughs) And that is the Rot Gut. Maybe we should call it. That is the Rot Gut. That's the name of the episode. (laughs) The the Rot Gut. The Rot Gut. Shout out to Iyama. I got to watch this week's. I I missed it. I got to. I did too. We got to catch up. But yeah, man, that's the kitchen table, man. So if you're dealing with hard things, listen. Do what you got to do. You can say a prayer like me or hit the J like like J. But you're going to get through <laughs> or this thing.
0: Both, like you. Or you can do both. Like you can do both. True. Duality is so
1: thing. true. My you can apologies do both at the same damn time. My old apologies. You are absolutely right. <laughs> absolutely right. Just like I got to say this and I know the people might be mad whatever. But I had to I was tickled. I watched The Housewives this week. Did you watch it? No. So the housewife was ke- ke- uh, candy sex party. Mm-hmm. The dungeon party Revva? Oh, oh! so she really has one She really had. Well, she had the sex dungeon It's like a whole tour now But, you know they, okay. That was what the episode was about And nothing tickled me no, I was tickled Toya to- texted me Because we the same person Was when They're sitting around Getting ready to go out And do this sex party And they prayed And I said Ask the Lord <laughs> to bless Ask the Lord to bless this <laughs> sex party, girl <laughs> What? <laughs> Candy better pray and ask, invite the Lord to your sex party, sis. I said, okay. Get what you need, girl. Whatever, however you need I it. I said, okay. <laughs> this okay? Okay. Hey, hey, you you listen, everybody can go to God in their own way. Okay? I don't
0: even watch the housewives like that, but
1: I might need to I... just for that. I mean, literally I had to pause it and just laugh <laughs> They circled up Standing there in G-strings and pasties And oh everything Oh my god Listen, standing there looking like I said, okay girls, okay Listen, our lovely, our lovely um, adult
0: <laughs> dancers I'm sure they pray before they go on stage Listen, you go ahead Okay Please don't let these niggas get on my nerves tonight Like Please don't Ooh, let lord there be no mercy. weird melvins in the audience. <laughs> please don't let no nigga follow me home. Like please oh, lord, gosh. don't let nobody grope me in a way Listen. that I don't want to be because this is a profession for me contrary to what raggedy ass niggas Listen.
1: think. You know what I'm saying? I'm He's sure everywhere. Saying. He's everywhere. Okay? He He's everywhere. Omnipotent. Omnipresent.
0: Omnipresent. Oh, that's all powerful. That's all knowing. All knowing is omnipotent. Yes. Yes. Omnipresent.
1: You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But let's get on into this honesty box. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's, let's, mosey on over. Schmozy. This week's episode is brought to you by Third Love. Using millions of real women's measurements, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and an incredible feel. Third Love is the industry leader with 70 sizes, including its signature half cup sizes. Skip the trip, find your fit in 60 seconds with Third Love's online fit finder. Order and try on at home. No more awkward fitting room experiences. So I have taken the fit finder mm-hmm. and I'm here to tell you that it works. And that half size business has been a lifesaver for me because I have the asymmetrical boobs. <laughs> <laughs> the call my manager. Can you call your manager boobs? Absolutely. What I love about it is that, um, honestly, as many times as I take the the, the quiz, I never get tired uh, of it because you just—I'm fascinated by the amount of questions that they ask. I'm like, these are things I've never considered about my yes. breast.
0: Are your titties long enough to jump a double <laughs> like, dutch
1: with? Well, what do they? I just had never thought about it. Well, let me take my shirt off and examine my breast so that I might answer this question appropriately. Are your titties um, cockeyed? <laughs> either way, either way, you're gonna take this fit finder quiz. You might judge it at first because the size that they told me was literally like no size I've ever worn ever before. Yeah. But they sent it in the mail and I. <laughs> I'll be John Brown, as my grandfather says. <laughs> it fits like a glove. <laughs> I love it. So start with your Fit Finder quiz and answer a few simple questions to find your perfect fit. Over 10 million women have taken the quiz to date. It's actually fun and it takes less than a minute to complete. Third Love offers the double number of sizes that most uh, other brands don't... Oh, sorry. Third Love offers... Damn. <laughs> I'm going to read this right. Ty, can you just start here? Sorry. Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most other brands offer sizes a through H and bands that make a dance up to 48. <laughs> Third love takes his customer input seriously. They recently launched their most requested style, the cotton t-shirt bra and cotton underwear. It took two years to develop the perfect cotton collection, which is made with a premium cotton called Pima. Mm. The result is a line of incredibly soft, smooth and breathable bras and underwear you'll want to wear Every day, even you girls who don't be wearing no drawers ever. So Third Love mm. knows their perfect bra for everyone. So right now they are offering our listeners 15% off your first order, and that's gonna save you some money because these are not inexpensive bras. They're worth it though. Go to thirdlove.com slash grown now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash grown for 15% off today. daddy's about to pop. It's going to be so good, though, because I love my third love, bro. Ooh, Same. Both of them. (laughs) Honestly. Truly.
0: All right. So we have an honesty box for you this week. Let's go ahead and get into it. And Kia has already given her a pseudonym. Her name is Shamari. That's right. She says, hey, girls. <laughs> hey. Sounds like my Nana. First and foremost, <laughs> I have much respect for you both. I love what you do and how you both are so different and alike in so many ways. We, we are. are. We are. I love your chemistry. I've been binging since I found you girls.
1: Well, welcome. Shamari. My nana.
0: <laughs> Please keep me anonymous. Okay, Shamari, we got you. My situation is I've been married for two years now. My husband is a kind, loving man that has never given me any kind of suspect, suspect. Sus, uh, get, okay. Any reason step, to suspect. Any reason mm-hmm. to suspect for we'll stepping out. out on. That's it. Mm-hmm. For stepping out on a physical aspect. However, his phone activity has always given me a little gut feeling, Uh-oh. despite he has never given me a reason to worry. Okay. It's a rot gut truth. Intuition. Ooh. We have had various conversations about phone usage and finding balance when using our phones. Boundaries have always been clear about what is considered to be a deal breaker in regards to interaction with others that could pose a threat to our relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The other day he fell out on the couch and I went through his phone. Ooh! I found he had reached out to one of those booty chicks from Instagram. Oh! She's one of those chicks that sells private shows, pics and things of that sort. What? She messaged him to invite him to an explicit private show. So she was going, she was going to give. He basically stated that he could not at that time because he was at work, but he was interested and wanted to know if she would be selling pics. I was floored. I continued to look and found other things that were disturbing, but this re- request was from this random chick on Instagram was the most. Oh Lord. When I confronted him with pictures I took from his screen, he said she was asking folks to help report the person that had catfished her account since she had, since she has three, you see her name. What I don't know Wait what? <laughs> I don't know what that she when I confronted him with pictures I took from the screen, he said she was asking folks to help report the person that had catfished her account since she has three She has you three see accounts. Her name. I don't know what this is supposed to mean, but I call bullshit on his fucking humanitarian shit he was coming at me with. He admitted it was wrong, but he has yet to apologize for it. And I'm hurt. How do you trust someone in this day and age when cell phones open so many doors for temptation and activity that can literally ruin a friendship, a relationship? I told him that I will not pretend that all is well and things cannot move forward until he has an authentic and honest conversation with me even though my gut feeling did not fail. And I have no idea how to move forward. Honestly, I don't.
1: Shamari, mm, Shamari girl. Shamari want to know how you mm. trust somebody in a relationship. I think a major key is you got to be in a relationship with somebody you trust. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Cause your intuition was right. Um, and you don't trust this man. So I think that if you're going to proceed with him, you have to learn a way to build trust. And that's going to be tough to do because this nigga not even sorry. He said he he admitted that it was wrong, but he is not sorry, which lets me know that he's not uh, expressed any intention to reconcile or, you know, like to, to, I'm trying to, um, the word is escaping me right now. He's not making any intention to make you feel better to, um, he's not acting like he's going to be moving in a direction like, that's going to to give you some peace. He's not going to change his behavior in any way to suggest that he, you know, cares enough to, he, he knows that you're uncomfortable. He wants to make sure that you're comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not really sure for me, it uh, it would be I'm not sure how how what to tell you to do here. I think.
0: Well, I think you've done what you should do, I... is tell him that you can't proceed forward until you all have an honest conversation about that, because boundaries are important in a relationship. And if your boundaries are, you know, if if those are being crossed and, you know, the things that you're saying that you can't deal with are happening then you all—that's that's a con- that's that's one of those real transitional points where you all need to sit down and have a real honest conversation.
1: Yeah, um, and
0: I and I understand not wanting to move forward or you know have any I don't know interaction with him or whatever. However you're handling it right now, yeah, because that's a that's a lot. First of all, there's porn. That yeah. would be my first argument. There is porn, so. Why are you doing this? There's porn where you can watch people have private shows. There's porn where you can just go watch a a, a, a plethora of videos of all men of the kinds of things and go get your rocks off and do whatever it is you need to do and then come back. and We can get busy. You know what I'm saying? But for you to go and seek out somebody that, you know, you can you can you have interactions with and it's like it takes it to another level. And I understand you being uncomfortable.
1: So Yeah, I don't know. I, this is a lot. I say that I don't oh, I'm sorry. Uh-uh, go ahead, sis. I I said that I don't know what to tell you what to do because I feel like everything is done. Like mm-hmm. I feel like in terms of the right now the ball is in his court. Um, mm-hmm. I think the decision you need to make is what what is, what is it going to take? You need to kind of come to, like, what what would he have to do in order for you mm-hmm. to trust him again, in order for you to feel like you can move forward in this relationship, in this marriage? Um, what is it going to take? Because I feel like if you're going to have a, communication, uh, a conversation with him about it, you're going to have to be able to communicate, you know, you've already told him what he did um, to um, offend you, hurt you, upset you and why. And, and if you want to move forward with him, you're going to have to tell him what he's going to have to do to make it right. And then you need to come to have a calm, like really, really, um, settle and, and figure out if he's willing to do that. (laughs) Right. He's going to have to like find a way, like, you know, like we got to determine whether or not He's willing to do that. And then you're going to have to tell him. I mean, then then, you know, we, you can go from there. But from what it what what it sounds like now, I don't get the impression. He was like, yeah, I know it was wrong. But if he hasn't said sorry, if he hasn't said, oh, man, I'll never do this again. Just tell me what I have to do to make it right. If he has he, he's not expressed like it seems like he said, yeah, I did it. It was wrong. My bad. Like that's not enough for me. It wouldn't be you know. enough for me. It wouldn't that's be a enough a nigga for me.
0: Response too, niggas it is love a nigga ass dumb. response,
1: and let me tell Ooh. you something. If he would have hit me with that catfish business, that that right there, because you don't even got don't you don't me even me you don't even respect me enough to come up with a reasonable lie, my nigga. Like what uh. is that? That's dumb. So now you out here helping the booty girls on Instagram. That's your, that's right. you out here being a humanitarian. That's your mission, my nigga, you out here trying to help this wayward. You being a good Samaritan. Right? You being a good Samaritan right. now, and if you Can gonna be you on the side. I don't have time for this. I don't got time. Get out of here. Like, please get some and sit down and stop playing in my face. <laughs> please, that yeah. shit is insulting. That is ins- <laughs> You don't even respect me enough to come up with a decent lie. Come no. on, I went I wouldn't, Shamari. I don't got upset. I think you I need you I need you to really think, sis, because we're talking about a marriage, and I don't know if she said they had any children, but if you're talking about building a family with somebody like this who can treat you in this manner, I just will give it some more some more thought, or you need to get some more information. Is he willing to explain why he's doing this if we can get to the bottom of it? Maybe there is a way that you guys can work it out, but from what you share, it doesn't seem like uh well, it wouldn't be enough. I'm not convinced. I'm not, I'm going to put it like that. What you shared, I'm not convinced that he is A, sorry for what he's done, B, willing to course correct so that this doesn't happen again.
0: Or C, willing to hear your feelings on why you're uncomfortable with something. Like he just don't want to talk about it. Right. And that's not, that's not okay. So you... So you just, you don't care about how I feel about this.
1: Yeah. You just like, yeah, I did it. And it was my bad. Like, nah, Nah. (laughs) like, no. no.
0: And you didn't do it. It's my bad. Actually, you lied about it and tried to. Exactly. Other stupid ass story on it, which is another another layer of insult on top of on top of all of the injury.
1: The catfish. Also, now you Max and you Max and and what's his name? Dave. Now you Max and Eve, you out here trying to save. Let me see your hairy ass chest. I can't. Like, let me see it. Because clearly this Get is what here. you do for a
0: living. You work for Viacom because I ain't seen no checks coming in this house. Scram. Get oh, the fuck out of here. Beat it. <laughs> I can't. You know what, Shamari, I really hope that you, you're, you know, I hope that you all are able to sit down and have a conversation. And all I'm going to say is let your boundaries be your boundaries. Like if something, if something is not going to fly with you, don't let it fly just because somebody is not willing to talk about it. You know what I'm saying, yes. otherwise they're gonna keep doing shit like that.
1: Your boundaries are just as much for you as they are for the other person, so if you set yes. a boundary, mhm and and um and he you know if you set a boundary like this is a deal breaker this guy, you gotta stand by that,
0: yeah, otherwise they won't have no respect for exactly. you exactly, and I've been through that that's what I'm saying, right, <laughs> not necessarily with this one, but you know. Listen,
1: we got to be out here. We got to stop caping for these niggas in 2019.
0: We really do when they don't deserve. That's it. But let's move on to these petty peeves. We're praying for you, Shamari. We're praying for you, Shamari. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. I know. I know that. You know what? That's like hurtful and disappointing. I know.
1: Like, what? I get it An explicit this, show You about to go it's meet not this random just social
0: media Like you just following the booty chicks Like I can understand if it's like I feel away, but Like It's not that you just following the booty yeah. chicks Now you trying to Now you trying to Meet up with the booty chicks Exactly Like what's up with that my nigga Like what Hold not on okay. now Because there's strip clubs And there's porn So I'm not really seeing like And you know but Neither one of those are deal breakers So I'm not really seeing Ooh,
1: Help us God
0: how are you trying to take this shit to another level? But any, anyway, Shamari, keep us updated.
1: Please. Yes. Sis.
0: We need to do like an episode of like updates of honesty boxes. Everybody who's sending honesty boxes that we've read, <laughs> update us on your honesty boxes.
1: Yes, that would make for us let's, let's gather around and get an update and... Let us know how things are going. If our is our advice worthwhile or is it trash? Let us know.
0: Yeah. Or is it trash? Is it complete basura? Is it just like, like what
1: know. are you guys talking about? Like that would be helpful. That would be useful feedback. Yes. Um, but good. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, but yes. Thank you for listening, y'all. Know uh, Shamari, um, and we can't wait to hear from you as far as uh, what's what's gonna happen next. I'm certainly praying for you and your Absolutely. husband. Uh, but Absolutely. yeah, y'all keep sending in your honesty box boxes, honesty box questions. Don't send us the whole box, but, uh, <laughs> but Please don't. y'all know how to reach us. Getting grown podcast at gmail.com. There's Um, enough
0: box going around for everybody It's
1: just too much box Just send us your questions (laughs) (laughs) And I want to be very responsible Of the things I say to my sister Because everybody know I can be real petty P-E to the T-T-Y
0: So um, My petty peeve this week Is About white men Oh Okay because I hate talking to them on the phone and I don't really feel bad about saying this because you know the bulk of them that I talk to are they're just not pleasant people to speak to on the phone and deal with in person just to deal with in general and a certain type of white man should I say but they have a really bad habit of like calling my work phone and then Just talking and then when you tell them that you're in the middle of something and you don't answer every single question that they have at that moment, they're just very like invasive, very intrusive, just very pushy. And it's like, my nigga, I don't have the answers for you right now because I am busy. (laughs) I'm busy right now doing my busy shit and I'll get back to you when I'm not busy anymore. (laughs) And so... Beside that, And then the loud in the elevator, which I've spoken on before. So, like, I just... White men are getting on my nerves right now. And I don't feel no way about saying that. White men are getting on my nerves right now. And I'm just grateful that I don't have to deal with them, like, on an excessive base. But when I do, it makes my titties itch. No. And I'm tired of it. That's my petty peep this week. Feel how you want to feel. All What's right. your petty peep this week, sis? <laughs> so, I just...
1: I just hope that this is received with love. Um, I'm probably going to get some hate mail about this, but I feel Um, like we're all going to be okay.
0: Everybody will be fine.
1: I'm just going to say this and I'm not going to harp, but I have just observed in my own life and social media news feeds and (laughs) that Young women, I would say young women between the ages of 19 and 23 who are newly married, they tend to have all of the advice, commentary, insight about love, relationships, and singleness. And I just want, and I just, I just love you so much. And I'm happy for you in this new phase of life. And, um... I don't want you to feel like this is coming from a place of hate or jealousy or bitterness or even anger, but it's just annoyance because what I, what I want to ask you to do is to just shut up. (laughs) Just miss me. (laughs) I just like, we don't want to hear, especially if you've been married for, if you've been married for like two weeks and Mm -hmm. you only like 19 years old, now Mm -hmm. it's not the time for you to get on social media and just talk about um single people. Like, like we don't want to hear it, sis. We don't want to hear it. No. You don't you you are not in a, just because you have a husband that does not make you an expert on how to be single or how World. to be married. No. And I just would I really I just am, I'm I mean, it's just all I don't know. And it's not all people that I know personally. Sometimes it's just like, um, you know, people retweeting things or I'm just seeing things and you know, you go on their profile and you see that the young girl is maybe twenty two years old. She's been she got married in October <laughs> and you know, it's now, you know, December and she on here talking about these are the major keys of finding like, dude, let me tell you something. First of all, your husband is not a cash prize. Like you, <laughs> you cannot out here. You just because you have a husband and he is perfect for you. That does not make you an authority on how to choose a good husband.
0: No, Because
1: sometimes that's just how your life worked out. And you better thank God and going you about your that. business and focus on keeping him. Instead of coming back over here and trying to advise all the single women in the internet, on the internet, on how to get a man. Because what I want you to know is every single woman is not trying to get a man.
0: Aisha Curry. Help you. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. Huh. No, that's, that's super annoying. That's aggravating. Uh, how do you know you're sick? Like. Me like we just be sitting up there Kiki and cackling, and I'd be I'd be fucking these niggas just like my well, not fucking these niggas, I'd be <laughs> fuck these niggas just like the rest of us
1: But it is fascinating to me because I mean, literally, I see a lot of it more on Facebook than I do on Twitter. But it's more well, like that's
0: because the Saints love Facebook. Well,
1: that's probably it too. Because and I think that that's something. Maybe that's a conversation that we should have about kind of like the way we're socialized to think about marriage and how that's changed mm. over the years and i don't know Well, if you would just wear stockings or like little things right like a good like, christian man i mean i actually i'm not against marriage i think marriage is great but to me marriage is 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 not necessarily like a change in status like you know, I feel like the girls sometimes think that marriage is a, a change in some sort of status. Like it, it's, it's yes, that they've exactly. they've achieved something um, versus it being a partnership. Mm-hmm. Like if you've achieved anything, you've learned how to love somebody, you've learned how to 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 be a whole person, and you've learned how to complement somebody. You know who was you know designed to complement you. Yeah, and and move forward. Together to build a future in a productive way. That's something that I'm going to say congratulations on. But you getting married because you got knocked up or, like, or <laughs> I mean, congratulations. Like, like you, like you got a degree or something like you earned it. Like sis, marriage relationships are a part of life. And I fully, fully like, like that's it. Like they're a part of life, but I don't know why we feel like, and I, cause I'm saying it because we don't do it. For, I don't see it for men. Like mm-hmm. men don't talk about marriage like it's some sort of carrot, like they, done crossed the no, they don't cross the finish line, you know what I'm the saying opposite. right, <laughs> like it's, like women talk about marriage like they've like they've ran a marathon and they've mm-hmm. made it, and then now they gotta go back and teach all the rest of us who are still running how to run no, since When unfortunately, men you like got you know i, I do don't,
0: don't...
1: <laughs> <laughs> like bless your heart, like, and I don't know, i hate I don't like to talk about this. And I've been really like conscious about not talking about on the show because as a single person, it's really easy for people to be like, you sound all bitter and love her, but hurt and everything. And I'm not anti-love, no. I'm not anti-relationship. I just feel like life has given me a level of perspective. And I just am real, real about things. And I would love to have a husband as a partner. Someone who respects my thoughts and respects my perspectives and respects my opinions and values them and wants to protect them and cherish them and keep them safe just like I would want to do the same for him. Absolutely. Someone who I want to win. Someone who I feel like wants me to win and is going to do everything within his power to help me win. That's how I see marriage. Not just some nigga I got to make cheese sandwiches for. Come on. (laughs) Like miss me with it, miss me with it um
0: and and I mean young- girl, like young girls don't understand that marriage is not the achievement, it's not the accomplishment, it's not winning the marathon again, you are on a treadmill, it is constant work, you are constantly running because you are cohabitating with another human being in which you all have to mesh your. Thoughts and ideas and emotions in the way that you were brought up its complicated it's hard. and it's
1: work and that's it's work. And it don't stop just because you walk down the aisle. And I wish that people would tell, would tell that, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the self-help space and sometimes even the faith space, the church space, like sometimes can very, very easily and quickly um, make it seem like, you know, uh, being single is some sort of punishment for bad behavior. Like you haven't done anything like, like, like you're single because you haven't done something right. And sometimes you're single because you're supposed to be single right now. Right. And it's, it's not because it's not because you, Um, this is what I was talking about. Oh, and a few weeks ago, if you paid attention, if you made it, I'm only going to say this because if you made it this far in the episode, you deserve it. But, but uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago, my leak well EXO nicole reposted something i posted something and my leak reposted it and yeah. it was EXO nicole said something about like all men don't cheat and my leak said something in response to the effect that like um i, I can't think about it i can't remember it verbatim but paraphrasing it was something like um if you get in cheated on, it might be a reflection of like a lack of love that you have for yourself, or like, like you getting cheated on is. I'm gonna try to find it in my phone because I I had screenshotted it and sent it to a bunch of people. Like, do you see this? But um, she was essentially saying that like, uh, if you keep getting cheated on, it might be because you haven't done some work on yourself. And I'm mm. like, I'm all for taking responsibility for my actions Mm -hmm. I'm all for owning the ways that I I need to be Mm -hmm. better in this world but what I but you want me to carry and be responsible for my actions and another grown man's Mm -hmm. like at what point is it that this nigga cheated on me because he's trash it don't have nothing to do with with the work that I have to do or have yet to do on myself like why can't like I think that Mm -hmm. like a lot of times we can think about things and real kind of um linear ways when it's a it's a lot more nuanced than that like and I wish that we could we would just get away from this rhetoric that makes women believe that they can self-help their way into a relationship like you have to work on yourself because you give a damn about yourself and, I, and you want to be a better person for yourself mm-hmm. and then you'll attract a person who who has done that work also number one on himself and y'all could come together and have a healthy relationship versus it being a whole bunch of people just hurt people and broken people just leaning on each other and breaking each other down to the point where they they end up just trying to, you know, it's not a relationship. They just try not to kill each other. Right. I just wish that we would just all get to a place where we would, we would just have a lot, a lot, like more real conversations about the work of loving yourself, Mm -hmm. whether, whether or not you're in a relationship and why that's so important. Because I feel like we, we, people talk about relationships in ways where it's like, you know, oh, you get it now, and now you're going to get, you get to be in love. I was like, no, that's not how that works. Mm-hmm. Because that does, like, don't suggest to me, that suggests to me that all the people who are in relationships are healthy and whole. And I know better than that. Right. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are a lot of empty ass people in relationships, and there's a lot of people. There's a lot of healthy people in relationships, and with that, in which they are constantly working. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so, like, mm, we're going we need to stop putting these. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this goals era is a problem because. People are not really seeing all the work that goes into the things
1: that they call goals. Process, man, and that's what I just feel like we keep talking about it on this show because if anything, and that's what getting grown is about for me. That's what team typing fast is about for me. Like it's not just about the milestones. It's not just about the achievements. It's not about the accolades and the shiny, bright, fancy mm-hmm. things. This is about the rut, right, the rock, right good, right good truth, good truth, rock, good truth. Okay. It's like, like I know that being single is hard, and like, me and Jay talk about it all the time, but because of Jay's transparency, I now know that being married is hard as hell, too.
0: <laughs> it is. I mean, it just is so, what it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we celebrated survival in both phases of life, and I just, my petty peeve is for people who act like, you know, they standing on the, on the uh, blocks at the Olympics with a gold medal because they got a husband and it's like god bless you sis i'm so That's happy when life
0: comes and kicks from one of the blocks were of you and then you fall and bust your ass <laughs>
1: i'm so happy that you're happy and in love and i wish that you would Beautiful. just be so i wish you all the best literally but just because you found a husband that doesn't mean that you now can advise somebody else on how to find a husband no sis that that they that's like that's that. not how that's not what that means. That's just like that just like everyone who's been to school is not an educator like that's just no, they're not I know a lot of dumbass absolutely people who went to college absolutely or yeah, and just because you went to college doesn't mean you know how to teach just because you I'm standing in a garage that don't make me a car. Come on. <laughs>
0: So I just Just because I'm standing on the street don't make me a house.
1: That's it. Like that's it. So that was a that was a long that was a long petty pee. But I just that. No, but it was necessary. That got that got to me literally just this morning. Um. This girl done been married for fifteen minutes. Talking about, it. I'm so glad I'm not out here in these single streets no more because it's terrible out there. It's like, girl, why would you do that? Like, man,
0: that's like going to the hospital <laughs> when your friend breaks their leg and be like, I'm so fucking happy I didn't
1: break my leg. <laughs> exactly. God damn, nigga, your leg looks bad. Oh, I'm so happy I can walk. Let me bounce. Let me like, teach you how would to you... walk because <laughs> I know how to walk. I've been walking. Clearly, you don't know how to walk because you broke your leg. Let me teach you. I be let like, me show you how to not be clumsy. Nah. Uh, no. no.
0: That ain't how this works.
1: I want you to just mind your business and drink your water. <laughs> and moisturize your skin. Absolutely. Why, sis? Because your black <laughs> will crack if it's dry.
0: That's the end of the show. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Imagine ordering and chatting with doctors all online and getting birth control delivered right to your door every month. Enter Nurex, a company that's here to make getting birth control easier. Nurex means fewer doctors visits, skipping pharmacy lines and automatic refills. You don't have to think about, OK, you don't have to walk up in the pharmacy because everybody knows that the line be while long after work. True. Plus, it's the most affordable option out there without insurance and could be free with insurance. Go to NURX slash grown for a twenty dollar credit. Life is a highway.